check it out.
I don't I, I just see these people in that type of city government uh, encouraging that kind of behavior are they doing that on purpose to upset their law-abiding citizens what are they hoping to gain by letting people put tents up in, in a row on sidewalks in the downtown area or just being homeless on purpose I don't understand how that is allowed. You know, you're you're not helping them out there. And those those homeless criminals is really what it seems like to me in a lot of cases. The uh, the police in these towns that allow that. Uh, aren't allowed to arrest people for doing you know things you know surely it's illegal to set a tent up on the sidewalk for you know unless you're waiting in line to buy tickets to see I don't know Cindy Lopper Are they doing it on purpose? Would the local government in those sanctuary cities, it seems, you know, San Francisco is rated as a third world country in some areas. You know, I haven't been to San Francisco and eyeballed this distress happening. But I've seen videos. I've heard people who've been there talking about it. People that live there. You know. Are they really pooping in the streets in San Francisco? Or is is the media making that up? And how can that just be okay? You know, do we have nowhere to put them, or... I don't know. I mean, I don't have a plan other than spraying them off with the water hose and sending some people down there and getting them jobs. But, you know, do those people even want help? You know, if they want to be like that, let's just go put them somewhere. They're not, you know, can't harm themselves. Let me go put them in a little plot of earth somewhere. Let them all hang out in there. I don't know. Throw food over the fence. I really don't know what to do with that kind of thing. I mean, we are in America. 
this is a Christian nation. What do you do? What's a Christian supposed to do? Let him move in with me? Don't want to do that. I don't know. Give him a shirt. I don't know. What What do you think? Should we just sit down and talk to them? Ask them what they need? What, what would it take to make you a successful civilian? You know, whatever that would be. Pay rent. I don't know. It seems like they're just... The whole thing is just on purpose. The homeless people. In that video, they showed some guy in the last four years been in trouble 34 times. I guess that was three out of the four years, really, I guess. The last year. He wasn't in trouble. But he said he just committed... Uh, some thievery to support his habit and he seemed pretty proud of himself I was wondering if maybe everybody is in a Truman show you know, not just like Truman himself, maybe you and your neighbor, everybody else down the road is all in a big giant Truman show. And then, you know, we see something like those homeless encampments. Just makes you wonder how's that possible? surely in a country as great as America we just get some dormitories for those people and you know they get some rules to get in there and then you know you want to be a vagrant a professional vagrant I guess just you know put them in this big old compound with some dormitories and some ping pong tables outside uh, some horseshoes Maybe a swing set in a jungle gym. I don't know, some hopscotch. Let them make some wallets. Or some ashtrays in the crafts department. You know, we got enough money, don't we? I keep things safe. You know, you can go back in there and get three meals a day. Maybe not hot meals, but I don't know. What do you do with that mess? Just we're all living in the Truman Show. It's kind of like when I walk out my door. Go down to the bottom of the mountain. I'm actually in the insane asylum. 
The padded room's right outside my door. The padded room is right outside of your door. Yeah, I think the whole world's a padded room now. You know, I might have to sneeze. I don't know how I feel about that. It might be going away. see here probably don't know actually I uh, grew up around some homeless people uh, not droves and droves in the tent city on the sidewalk kind of homeless people you know back when I was you know in the mid 70s 10-ish I knew a few and then in my teenage years, a family member, Uncle Jim, he was an alcoholic and a lovely person though, um, he become homeless and he lived in a homeless kind of community, but it wasn't, you know, like a tent city kind of thing. They slept wherever they could, I guess, but there was some maybe some tents down on the riverbank, but you had to go out of your way to go find the homeless guys living on the riverbank, and I would recommend you didn't go down there anyway. I would, because I'd go down looking for my Uncle Jim. And, uh, you know, so I knew the deal with the different people you see on the corners holding up their signs you know there's a certain rules and regulations with the homeless people about who gets to do that and like I said that homeless is that's a different we need a different word for that but since I don't have one I guess I'll, I'll stick with homeless but oh Uncle Jim you know he wasn't beyond begging for a little bit of money he wasn't beyond doing a little uh, shoplifting to support his drinking habit he wasn't a uh, an opioid or a meth head or you know he was a for real deal alcoholic drinking Listerine or other things you know, he might not want me saying it, but he'd tell you if you'd ask. He has died 
so poor fella I miss old Uncle Jim but he knew what he was doing and he was doing that on purpose you could say until he about froze to death one night and uh, he called his sister and she came and got him and he never drank again and that just tickled me to death cause I loved the guy but he was a complete arse as an alcoholic when he was drinking which was often and even some of the drinking part wasn't too bad but then after you know somebody alcoholic but anyway it was really cool because I got to spend a lot of time with somebody who was a homeless and kinda I mean nobody really turned their back on him in the family cause he was not a creepy stilly kinda guy you know he wasn't that guy he was just alcoholic but I got to spend a lot of years with him after that the straight person and a lot of people wasn't around him long enough to see him as straight as I got to see him which was hard to explain I suppose maybe it's easy to understand anyway he knew what he was doing they knew what they were doing they had their own little thing going on I didn't know all the little rules and and you know there's a difference between hobos and homeless and there's a hierarchy and other things going on and some of it's kind of creepy and he wasn't that kind of guy but there was creepy stuff going on with the old homeless people yeah let's see it's like a culture all its own it's hard to understand I don't understand it I wasn't raised that way neither was my Uncle Jim but which he wasn't really my uncle (laughs) he was a cousin but he was just that age I suppose that's all time chance and circumstance Homeless in the, in the city government. Is it all on purpose? Is it all on purpose? And those towns, the police, you know, they have some issues themselves. Seems like they're told that they can't do what they need to do. You know, is this something where we're wanting to say, well, just go ahead, go in there and crack up in the head and make them leave. And then they get to crack us in the head once they kick all them out of the way. You know, I think there's something we could do. You know, like I said, I'd put them all in a compound kind of place. Get them some schooling, put some trade schools in there. You know, if they just want to stick around, let them, you know, make them 
you know, sweet brooms, but, you know, there'd be people taking advantage of trade school or learning how to sew or, you know, whatever it is they need people to do today. Take apart, put together computers. And get you a bunch of tweakers. They take apart a bunch of stuff for you. <laughs> you can teach some other people how to put it all back together. There you go. It's, there's a solution. I don't know how how that be, but you know, I was wanting to talk about time and gravity and frequency. But it might be out of my grasp right now. Sometimes I can grasp time and space and gravity. Quantum theory. Particles. Two particles doing things and one knows what the other one's doing and you can't really tell unless some you're actually observing it and if you're not observing it and then you look and see what they do after they're doing it uh they do something different it's crazy you know we're where we are more nothing than something our bodies a table a brick is more nothing than something. That's that's crazy. I didn't get that far in school. But I do have discernment. That's cool. So it helps me weed out some of the BS. So with discernment, you kind of got like a BS radar. You might not know, but you know when it's not right. <laughs> if it's out there. Kind of like my BS radio, radar on the homeless encampments and people pooping in the streets. In the downtown area. <laughs> you know... That's crazy. I can't imagine having to watch something like that. Well, I wouldn't watch that. You know, I wouldn't accost somebody, but I might have to say something smart-ass to them. If you're allowed to do that, it's, it's okay, right? If somebody's pooping in the street, you're allowed to say something comical, satire, sarcasm. Just being in the time and spaces them at the same time is just amazing. That'd be the you know is that just am I supposed to be here? The universe calling me and this pooping person together. It's 
gravity pulling us together, our mass rolling us along. This poop is more nothing than something, you know, so what's, why should it matter? Are we living in the insane asylum? Are we the Truman Show? Maybe the Flat Earthers got it right. Or just a Petri dish. Someone above is just dropping in different chemicals and changing our perspective of things, altering the chemicals, those particles, protons, electrons, you know, electricity has weight, what? I guess that makes sense, you know. We weigh a battery when it's full charge. You know, I would almost expect it to be heavier than it when it's not fully charged. I wouldn't know by how much. They say the human body, when it dies at that moment, looks like 21 grams. That's something you'll have to look up. I'll have to look up. I'm not sure if that's right, but a few grams. This is zero to 20 grams. At that moment, could it be your dying last breath ex- ex- expelling from your body? I don't know. How much air? can you expel how much is in there I just don't know I always wondered if it made a difference when I was wrestling and guys were standing there weighing in and they were exhaling air as much as they could before they get on the scale I just wondered if it helped I didn't have to do that I wrestled a weight above my weight class, so, oh yeah, maybe we'll talk about that some other time. Speed and frequency, frequencies move things, can it make a solid object? Opaque. Stick your hand through it. Rock. You know, if you had the right crystals, banged them all together the right way, and put in a few ohms, and hit it with a frequency. What would happen? Could it 
change the mass or something and do something go forward in time backward in time go from one end of the planet to the other around shoot out through space I want to think about that some more speed and frequency time and gravity you know I'm starting to realize that gravity isn't so much gravity as it's time space and the mass and trying to wrap my head around that it's more of that earth traveling in its own wave God is with God or she I'm not sure Father Jesus a lot going on to make all this happen you know if we're particles you can see what happens when they're not looked at and then what they do when they're being looked at you know if we're going through the world and maybe we're just particles and we're slamming up against the walls and nobody's looking at us <clears throat> I think I'd see that pattern I need to change that I really need to remember that it's that song that ends but maybe if we were patterns or then we were being looked at more particles oh see I need to stop thinking about that right now you know it's some mishmash of Einstein and Maxwell and I don't know if there's any Tesla in that, maybe. Electricity. Magnets. I've always liked magnets. I was wondering why we didn't do more with magnets. You know, theoretically, we should be able to shoot a vehicle off of this planet. Magnets. No, we can build roads. Surely we can build a a ramp, but it wouldn't have to be that big. Shoot it out just above the ocean, somewhere where the just curved ocean earth would work in its favor. Oh yeah. This is things thought on Circle Drive, so what do you expect? I'm Bentley Craig, and I'm coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. 
You can sometimes hear this show on the FriendsRadioNetwork.com. Johnny McMahon. FriendsRadioNetwork.com. Maybe you can hear this show on KFSA. 95.1 FM at 9.50 AM. There's some kind of shenanigans going on with KFSA and the French Radio Network.com. Shenanigans indeed. I'm not privy. I guess all I need to do is ask Johnny, he'll tell me. Guess maybe I'm just more lazy. Anyway, check out Johnny McMahon. The Iron Show. Some of his. Check out Fear. Go back to, I don't know, like. He's got a five part series on Fear. Just type in. Find his show and search Fear, and it's awesome. Fear and Fear. You know, I don't know. Should you have to fear anything if you're in the Truman Show? Or just particles? Ain't no such thing as gravity. <laughs> well, we'll see. Oh, check out the Guy Fox show. The gun, the gunpowder plot show. John Muchada. Oh yeah. He's selling a book. Get you a chapter two or three or four. The weapon. Well, there you go. I guess uh we'll just uh I'll see you when I see ya. Peace. And a little piece on the side. Check it out.